You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, March 10th. Dear listener, heed this warning. Beware the Ides of March. Oh, you have no reason to fear the 74th day of the Roman calendar. March 15th, that is. I'm merely suggesting you skip watching the George Clooney film of the same name. Some people refer to me as a soothsayer. Now then, let's look ahead to the future. The next Cabinet Conversation is March 16th, featuring Jeff Gattis, Associate Vice Chancellor, Chief of Staff. Register at staffassociation.ucsd.edu. The next Staff Town Hall is March 23rd at 11 a.m. Register at returntolearn.ucsd.edu. And, of course, my own birthday is coming up on March 31st. I wonder what Mark Herzberger will be getting me. Speaking of Mark, he caught up with three folks this week to discuss a topic near and dear to our hearts here in IT services. Continuous improvement. What exactly is continuous improvement and how is it applied? To find out, we caught up with Antonio Nava from Operational Strategic Initiatives, Angela Miller from UC San Diego Extension, and our own Prachi Raheja. That esteemed group also helped build a new website that explores UC San Diego's continuous improvement journey over the past several years. Check that out at ci.ucsd.edu. And now for the interview. This is Mark Herzberger, Communications Manager in IT Services. Today we are going to discuss continuous improvement and how it is applied at UC San Diego. I have a panel of guests joining me, and I'll let them uh, introduce themselves, if you don't mind starting us off, Angela. Hi, Mark. So my name is Angela Miller, and I am with UC San Diego Extension, and I oversee the Lean Six Sigma training programs here at Extension. Prachi? I'm Mark. I'm the Program Manager for Continuous Improvement and Business Systems Analysis at ITS, as well as the Lean Bench Manager for ESR. And Tony? Hey, Al. I'm Antonio Nava. I am a senior strategic analyst with operational strategic initiatives. I oversee the um, process mapping software that we have here, ProMap, as well as all of the yellow belt training and green belt scholarships. So as you can see, we've got three distinct offices represented, and that uh, speaks to the, the breadth of how continuous improvement is uh, applied and embraced here at UC San Diego. Um, so why don't you pick up uh, at that point, Tony, what is continuous improvement and how are we applying it at UC San Diego? So continuous improvement, I always think about it as, you know, you're not striving to do what is best for your process at all times. You're trying to improve upon it. So you're tr always looking for things that are better, better iterations. So it's it's looking at what uh, what do we currently do and why do we currently do it the way that we do it? because a lot of times our, our process will balloon with requirements and we'll start adding layers to it and you know extra steps to our process. And uh, we sometimes need to take a step back and think about, okay, what, what is still relevant about our process today? What steps can we simplify 
uh, what steps can we look at and re-examine to say, you know, is that still relevant? You know, does finance still need this form that we created in 1990, for example, uh, and finding ways to uh, eliminate waste, do things more efficiently, more accurately, and more quickly. And how did the continuous improvement movement uh, get started? So at, at, you know, the continuous improvement writ large was, you know, uh, not something that UC San Diego dreamed up, but we, in 2015, with our strategic plan, goal number five uh, of the strategic plan involved financial stewardship and continu continuous improvement sort of elements. So um, operational strategic initiatives uh, at that time began training at first at the yellow belt level to start building capacity on campus and to start shifting the culture and the way that we do continuous improvement or the way that we examine our processes on campus. Uh, since then, you know, it's really just been taking like wildfire. There's been a lot of grassroots changes. A lot of different communities have developed out of it. So we're really excited to see where it is today. And Tony, in your answer, you've mentioned a few, uh, you know, key words that uh, are particular to Lean Six Sigma, such as yellow belts. I wanted to get your take, Prachi. Uh, what is the role of Lean Six Sigma? And sometimes, you know, we tend to use continuous improvement and Lean Six Sigma inter interchangeably. So what is the overlap there and, and where do those two part ways? Sure. Continuous improvement is a mindset. At workplace, it translates into ongoing efforts to improve products, services, or processes. These efforts can seek incremental improvements, as Tony mentioned before, but over time, they add up to significant impact. Lean Six Sigma, or LSS as we refer to it, is a process improvement methodology which is uh, created for continuous improvement or to support continuous improvement. Lean, the lean piece of LSS, focuses on reducing waste from a process, whereas Six Sigma focuses on reducing variation from a process. So Lean Six Sigma utilizes concepts both from Lean as well as Six Sigma to improve quality, speed, and efficiency. And as you know, UCSD goals mentions the word efficiency multiple times you know, in its documentation. So it very well, this methodology very well supports our goals towards creating that kind of efficiency and process improvement. Okay, so to recap, continuous improvement equals mindset and Lean Six Sigma methodology, right? There you go. And, and Lean Six Sigma is the, you know, the methodology of choice that's been uh, adopted campus-wide at UC San Diego. So what are some of the Lean Six Sigma applications and projects that you've worked on as well as the results and benefits? So projects for Lean Six Sigma really vary widely. Um, the methodology itself uh, began in manufacturing with Toyota and Motorola. Um, so a lot of the, the, the mindset sort of starts with that methodology, right? Thinking about how items come down a factory line. And sometimes we hear, well, you know, I'm not a factory line worker, right? We're, we're working in administrative or in research in other areas. We've been fortunate to see time and time again that these the methodology itself can be applied to administrative, to research, to a bunch of different areas, really anything that is a process. And we like to tell folks everything you do is a process. So, you know, don't get so hung up on whether or not this is going to work uh, in a non-factory setting. I, I, I think of, or I, I mentioned a lot, the wax on, wax off of the karate kid, right? Just follow the methodology, follow the tools, trust in the methodology, and you'll see results. We, uh, OSI, uh, in partnership with the CFO, have actually provided scholarships to staff 
uh, who have gone through Yellow Belt and are interested in going on to their Green Belt level training with UCSD Extension. And we've seen so many tremendous results from those. Um, uh, one that comes to mind is the project was called Happy Hands Sparkle. And their project actually focused on uh, reducing the cycle times for uh, hand sanitizer refill stations. Uh, and they looked at how many times, uh, you know, there were instances where uh, cross-contamination could have been involved and things like that. So there were, there were immediate quantifiable results in terms of dollar savings and, and health impacts and that sort of thing. And all from looking at, you know, how, how is the cycle time uh, impacted by making a few small changes here and there. So the scholarships uh, taken in, in over the last five years have actually resulted in, I believe it's uh, $15.2 million over the last five years of uh, quantifiable savings. So Prachi, do you have, uh, I, I know there's lots of uh, examples there with LeanBench and, and other projects on campus. Yes, LeanBench is a team that's created um, with process improvement experts who were deployed to support critical projects around the campus with process improvement needs. And LeanBench has partnered with many critical initiatives across the campus. Some of them are research administration systems, financial information systems, and now we're working with student information systems and many more. And all these savings in terms of time and speed that we accomplish by um, you know, working on process improvement for all these projects, they get directly reinvested back into the university's core mission. What we are looking for when we are working on these projects it is not just tangible benefits, but also intangible or soft benefits. They may allow a, a department to redeploy the resources to a higher value activity you know, that the uh, employees may enjoy working more on faculty, staff satisfaction, student satisfaction by an improved service or, you know, improved employee uh, satisfaction or reduced rework or reduced redundancy. Uh, all of these are examples of soft benefits that we are looking for in addition to, um, you know, tangible benefits in reduction on time of executing that process or increasing the benefits in terms of, you know, any monetary value associated with it. If people want to get involved with Lean Six Sigma, what are some other training programs available? So for training specifically, um, we always have our white belt posted on our website, osi.ucsd.edu. It'll be in the resources section there for uh, continuous improvement. If you're interested in doing an in-person in or virtual training, um, you can uh, UC San Diego staff can register on UC Learning for available dates at the yellow belt level. And if you're interested in uh, pursuing a green belt or a black belt, um, you would need to get in contact with UC San Diego Extension, whether you're uh, personally funding it or working through uh, scholarship funds. And I'll toss over to Angela for that one. Sure, and uh, Tony, what I think is important to share also with the, the yellow belt or the green belt or the black belt, we kind of simulate the idea of karate. So you're taking this tiered approach and the, the different colors of belts designate kind of your level of mastery. So that's how we've structured our training. So as a UC San Diego staff member, as Tony mentioned, you can take the white or the yellow belt. And if you want to delve in deeper into the tool set, we offer that Lean Six Sigma green belt program as well as the Lean Six Sigma black belt. And uh, again, in both of those programs, I think the most important aspect is you are applying the tools to a real project. And anyone who is interested, 
uh, is welcome to, to reach out and, and kind of learn a little bit more about the programs and the project component. And when we think about continuous improvement at UC San Diego, we like to think of it as a grassroots movement. Uh, so I wanna ask each of you what that means to you and how you think that has played out over the past five to six years. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of the training began begins with the, the white belt and yellow belt level. Angela, thank you for pointing out that clarification there on, on what that all means, sort of get wrapped up in it. So a lot of the training begins at that level. You dip your toes into it. You start to learn a little bit more about it. And we really open up this, this, this crack, this doorway for folks to realize that, you know, this is now a place, this is an institution uh, where that creativity is, is fostered and is, is celebrated. This isn't ivory tower methodology where, um, you know, a project manager or somebody at, at a particularly higher level will um, identify a solution and then that would get implemented across all levels. Um, this is something where staff at all levels and in all parts of the institution are encouraged to, to practice continuous improvement in their roles because the subject matter experts in continuous improvement really are championing the changes, uh, really are identifying the improvements. So it really is at that point at the yellow belt and the white belt level when people start to uh, start to believe in this methodology, start to see and feel the small improvements that can be made on a, on a regular basis, that continuous improvement becomes cumulative. And uh, you know, even if you don't move on to the green belt or black belt level, you can continue to identify and support projects and to support initiatives, even on a small scale in your own area. And uh, you know, we like to say, you know, no snowflake blamed itself for the avalanche, but every single one played its part. And, and Tony, I might add to that, talking about the grassroots grassroots movement, um, it's also the idea that it's it's encouraging and it's it's exciting to see the good changes take place. And so you want to share that with others. And so part of the training, and really, as, as you know, it encourages you to bring back that that mindset into your department and to train and mentor others. So inevitably it's like, a, you know, it's a fire, it starts to spread. Yes, and to add um, to what, you know, Angela and Tony uh, shared in terms of spreading that fire, we didn't just stop at training and, you know, coaching people. When we found that there is a population of over 3,200 Dean Six Sigma trained professionals here in the campus, uh, you know, including health. And there was plenty of processes around the campus that could take some improvements. So all that was left to do was connect, was to connect the two. And that's where LeanBench was born. LeanBench is a roster of UCSD staff members who have been selected to deploy their Lean Six Sigma skills on real life projects. And, you know, as I shared some of the examples previously, some of our major projects across the university have been supported by Lean Bench, which is created with people who are willing and excited to contribute to this Lean movement. I have here some updated numbers. UC San Diego staff members have earned over 4,500 Lean Six Sigma certifications. There are over 1,300 white belts earned, some 2,500 yellow belts earned, about 550 green belts earned, and more than 100 black belts earned. And uh, perhaps that's a good segue. We, we like to foster this spirit of uh, continuous improvement and bring everybody together. 
uh, in person or virtual at least once a year. So why don't you pick this one up, Angela? What is Process Palooza? Sure, well, Mark, I love how you put that into perspective. It's really amazing to, to hear all that's um, taken place, how many folks um, have um, taken that next step. And so that's really where, where we were at a few years ago. Um, we had this idea, we have all of these folks trained and so we wanted to create a celebration of continuous improvement across the university and really a way to bring Lean Six, Lean Six Sigma practitioners together and kind of to how can we harness the collective knowledge together. So that's really where Process Palooza was born. And what it is, it's a conference, it's a workshop, and it's a competition. Typically in the past, it was a full day event hosted in person and now we've moved into a virtual series um, but ultimately it's a way to provide all attendees with an opportunity to experience learn and kind of grow and experience lean six sigma and spoiler alert presses palooza 2021 is on the horizon so it's going to be a, a weekly series uh, similar to what we did last year so it kicks off may 11th uh, processpalooza.ucsd.edu is your website to go to, and we'll probably do a whole podcast just to prep that. Um, and then one other announcement on that front, we are bringing back, as Angela mentioned, there's a competition element. And what that is, is typically we form teams of people that have earned uh, some sort of uh, yellow, green, or, or black belt. And we have some campus offices that graciously uh, identify and serve up some of their processes that they need help with. And really the name of the game, exactly that. Uh, when we have the in-person event, you basically meet up at eight o'clock in the morning with your team. You're given a, a packet of information and you, you work all day or for about six hours to apply Lean Six Sigma and you talk about it and you fill up whiteboards with your fishbone diagram and, and those kind of things. And then you present your improvement ideas to the judges and uh, Winners are selected, but more importantly, the, the uh, offices involved take those suggestions and they go and actually apply them uh, to great effect. So we're gonna try that out as a virtual one uh, this year too. We are approaching one year since most UC San Diego staff were instructed to work remotely and classes shifted to remote instruction. Through the Return to Learn program, there have been some limited and phased reopenings that incorporate rigorous COVID testing and other safety protocols. Tony, what is your take on how departments and units have responded to the challenges imposed by COVID-19? Well, as we all know, um, you know, COVID-19 has really shaken up a lot of things. Folks, uh, first and foremost, started thinking about how will they do their processes remote? You know, how do we do this virtually uh, where possible? Uh, and before you can do anything uh, virtually, right? You need to understand as much as you can about what, what it is you're doing. And that really created an interesting moment for everyone to think about not only what are we doing, but why are we doing it in this way? So, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we have thousands of, of folks who are now trained up in Lean Six Sigma in so many different parts of the campus. So a lot of them were looking at their processes and, and mapping out their processes and really trying to understand exactly what it is they're doing. But uh, in order to be more efficient, in order to be more uh, more lean where possible, you know, uh, are we going to uh, keep doing this step? Are we going to change the way we do this process? So it was it was an opportunity, I think, 
for everyone to to approach their processes and, and hopefully they really did really did take that as an opportunity to not just do things the way they've always been done because it, it became impossible for us to all do things the way they've always been done. So it was really a, an interesting moment for the campus. We've seen a lot of processes come to be that did not exist before. Testing on campus comes to mind. Uh, contact tracing, um, you know, some processes needed to be fully redesigned, including how do we welcome students? Um, how do we, you know, uh, share information? So there were town halls that were created in a virtual format that we'd never done before. We were doing wastewater, uh, wastewater testing as well. So in all of these process designs and process redesigns, we, uh, OSI, as well as all, all of the other partners uh, along the return to learn process and, and all of the different areas in, in health and testing and everyone, we're really looking at these and saying, we need to make sure that we build these right out the gate as much as possible. And to do that, we really need to think about, you know, we can create a framework for how we think it should work. And we should almost look at it and say, what are the wasteful steps in that process? And how can we make these more lean? How can we make these more Six Sigma? Again, lean being sort of speed related and Six Sigma being accuracy related. So how can we get testing, for example, to two folks as quickly as possible? How can we get the turnaround time for the results to be as quick as possible? How can we ensure that our testing is, is uh, Six Sigma accurate or better, right? So that folks aren't getting um, false positives or false negatives and that sort of thing. So how can we design contact tracing so that you know folks are notified in a timely fashion so that that is as lean as possible. So it really has injected a spirit of, of process design and, and speedy development, right, if you will, of process uh, imagining and reimagining that I don't think would have been possible um, had we not had so many uh, Lean Six Sigma practitioners spread around campus. Thank you, Angela, Tony, and Prachi. How very illuminating. Thank you, Tony, Angela, and Prachi. And of course, check out that website at ci.ucst.edu. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.